You are listening to the Concierge Minister Podcast, a place to grow, learn, and be inspired as you discover God's purpose for your life. Here's your host, the pastor you've always wanted without the church, Dr. Kumar Dixit. Hey, what's up, guys? It has been a while, but I am so glad that you're still actually listening to Concierge Minister Podcast. The two of you who are out there in La La Land, thank you so much for listening. I am so excited. Um, good things have been happening. Man, good things have been happening. But I want to talk to you today about um, something that we don't talk about a lot, and that is there's a big portion of the Bible that's boring. Like, it's like, OMG, what am I doing? Why am I reading this? This is crazy. And luckily for you if you're not like an active bible reader luckily for you your pastor usually just put, picks the interesting stuff but if you like go through like i don't know let's just say uh numbers or lamentations i mean it's kind of like what is this about so uh about a year ago i was surfing facebook you know stalking my friends and um i saw a friend of mine pastor noy christo um on Facebook and he was like, you know, just talking like in a microphone. I was like, boring. And I just kept scrolling. And then over the next like several days, he was on every morning. So I finally clicked on and I was like, wait a minute. My boy is reading the Bible from beginning to end. Now that is crazy. And I was like, okay, I know Noy, I know Pastor Christo and I know he's never gonna like actually finish this up okay i mean come on this is like all, all habits like all all new year's resolutions end after like week three so i was like waiting but then like, january and february and march went by and i was like what my boy and then it was like early in the morning too like before i woke up he'd be up already so it's the end of the year of 2021 i had to invite pastor christo pastor noe how are you hi i'm good thanks for having me on here uh, are you mad that I just said you never finish anything you started? I didn't think I would finish either. <laughs> <laughs> what gave you this idea, man? Like, it's okay to be like, hey, we're going to read the book of Matthew, you know, 28 chapters, you're done. It's a month. But the whole Bible? <laughs> well, well, there's so many things. Um, one of the things is I saw so much content online that was depressing and I wanted to put out positive content. Mm -hmm. It was, it's just hard coming up with consistently good content. Yeah. Um, another thing I thought was cause so much happened online, um, over 2020 that I thought mm -hmm. this might be good to do online. The initial thought was I was going to do it through zoom with a bunch of friends, a bunch of young adults from church. And we'll read this from, you know, from beginning to end. And I was going to put it on Facebook, you know, as a side product yeah, product. Yeah, yeah. And whoever is on Facebook can benefit from this. So I, I mean, I chose the Bible because I thought what better content to put out there than the Bible that's better than anything I could come up with. And yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where it, that's where it was born. That's good. That's awesome. I remember the first time I read the Bible from beginning to end. Well, not really beginning from end, but I used the one year Bible. It was 1993. And, um, you know, what's nice is that as you read a little bit of the Old Testament, a little bit of the New Testament has a psalm in the middle. So, you know, kind of just changes it up a bit. Um, when you were reading this, um, like one of the questions I asked you probably back in March last of this year, I said, mm -hmm. hey, man, why don't you like just record it and like record like five of them 
you know, in one day and then just kind of just hit it out there. So it looks like, you know, you are doing it live. And your answer was? Well, um, I, I need it to be live because if I'm not waking up at seven to read the Bible every day, I really can't expect anyone else to wake up at seven to watch what I'm putting out there. Well, that's integrity, man. But I'm telling you, you could have done it. You could have put that little live button. I, I should have. And hit send and everyone thinks you're live, right? But what you what you told me, I don't even remember. You told me like, that would be great, but there's actually people that are waking up to do it with you. There are, there are. Um, I get, um, there's about five to seven that will be with me every morning at seven o'clock. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it would be wrong for me to be in bed while those five or seven are up, you know, watching my video. <laughs> They're like chatting live and you're not responding. You need to get like a, like a robot or something, a bot to like respond to them, you know, just yeah, bless you, brother. Because right. they are chatting and they're like, hey, good morning, Noi, how are you doing? And yeah. I was like, I need to, I, I need to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that's good. Well, did you record the whole thing? Like, is it all recorded and you can like put it up on um, YouTube? So most of it was archived by Facebook. It wasn't an okay. intentional recording. Um, mm -hmm. It looks like some of my earlier months may have been pushed out just because there's so much content on there. Right. But, um, yeah. No, that's that's really cool. So so let's just ask the question that I'm dying to ask, and that is, how did you like? Were you, how do you pronounce all those names? Like, were you embarrassed? Like, did you have to do like research? Did you have to like listen to <laughs> figure out how to name stuff? No, I, I just very um, unashamedly, I'm sure, butchered all of them. I just <laughs> did my own version of whatever I thought that name came out to be. It's like Mephibosheth. Okay, that's that's <laughs> that's that's good. So I, I want to know, um, as you were reading the Bible, like, what did you learn for yourself, like spiritually, as you read through the Bible? I think going through each of the stories made them feel, made the characters feel a whole lot more human, mm -hmm. a whole lot more uh, relatable. Mm -hmm. um, I, I felt bad for God in so many instances because I was like, this person's a mess. I don't know why you're, uh, you know, so patient with them or putting up with them. And I guess it felt the same way with me because mm -hmm. they are relatable. And mm -hmm. I was like, I have no idea why God puts up with me so much, but I guess it just makes his love feel so much more um, special. Was there a part of you that was like, man, this God is mean. Like he's like murdering people. There's like genocide, there's rape, and he's allowing like multiple, you know, marriages. I mean, there's a lot of deceit and it seems like he's kind of like just allowing it to happen. Um, Perhaps it's colored by my view of my belief that, you know, God is love. And so I try to see everything through that okay. lens that God is love. And more than all of that, I just saw God as being patient. And most of the things where bad stuff happened, it was a result of the choices that the people made themselves. Mm. And so it's hard to be yeah, hard to blame it all on God. Mm, inter interesting. So when you read, as you've read this, like, you know, people always talk about it in Old Testament God and New Testament God, you know, mm -hmm. as you've read both of this, have, what kind of God have you've kind of like, ha do you have a new image of God now that you've read through the Bible? Um, I, well, I didn't see a difference in the gods between the Old Testament and the New Testament so much. Mm -hmm. I think I just saw the message being slightly different. Mm. Um, with the Old Testament being, I guess, historical mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the New Testament, you know, just getting back to what God was trying to 
have you know people learn or people know about him or his ministry his love whatever so um yeah i, I can even in the old testament it's easy to see god's you know overarching theme of love with uh, the people there how he's constantly trying to establish them as a people constantly trying to give them their own land constantly trying to give them you know years of peace and prosperity um but yeah he, cool. he tried yeah yeah he tried i like that <laughs> hey guys it's kumar with concierge do you know what people really hate about church and what they really, really hate about televangelists? It's that they are always asking you for money. Now, I'm not going to ask you for money, but I'm going to ask you to think about sowing a seed for conciergeminister.com. Um, I don't take a salary. I don't make any money off of this, but there are so many people that are discovering about this ministry and learning about God and discovering good news and getting hope. Uh, I got to tell you, there's so many stories. I'm going to start sharing them on our website so you can follow um, how incredible people's lives are being changed. So I want you to think about sowing a seed, whether you donate a million dollars or less, whatever you want to do. Um, it's tax deductible, but really think about making an investment in God's kingdom. Um, amazing things are happening and I want you to join me. You've got questions about where the money's going or how it's being used, just email me at concierge at gmail.com. Visit me at concierge backslash donate and you'll learn a lot more about where the money goes. God bless. Bye-bye. So, so Noe, you know, now that you've read pretty much the whole thing, you know, this year, um, is there, is there a new part of the Bible? Is there a new favorite section that you're like, man, I didn't realize how good this was. Yes. So before reading this, I think my favorite uh, book of the Bible was Esther. I just loved the narrative of that. It was a nice story. But after going through this, um, I think Nehemiah is now my favorite. Um, it's a lot shorter than I thought it was. Um, mm -hmm. And the story there sounds, you know, like a man struggling in a world where there are things going wrong. Yeah. But he's trying to do his bit to make it right. And so it's an uphill struggle. He faces a lot of opposition, mm -hmm. but um, it it doesn't discourage him. So, yeah, that's my new favorite. That's awesome. You know what I love about Nehemiah is that he takes the initiative on his own. It's not like yeah. it's not like God, like, you know, comes to him in a dream. He's like, oh, you are chosen, you know, like like Abraham, like he sees the disparity of of mm -hmm. of of the walls of Jerusalem and he cries and he's like, I need to do something about this. Right. Yeah. And, and I think we need more of that in this world. You know, you mm. see something wrong, um, try and fix it yourself, especially if it breaks your heart. Don't wait for someone else, you know, to start doing it. I love that. What about Jesus? Where did, what, what kind of view of Jesus did you see as you, you know, began to read all of that at once? One of the things I've realized is that in the Bible, the actual story of Jesus is not as large as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. um, that there's so much more going around and that he's, I mean, I guess there's the whole uh, story of salvation and everything that is running, you know, throughout the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, through most of the New Testament, you know, those letters that they write are about the hope and everything that Jesus has. I, I don't think that's changed very much, you know, for me growing up within the church um we've heard that story before and i think perhaps you know that's that's our fault as preachers that we focus on jesus a lot and we miss out a lot of the other stuff 
Yeah, you know what I find interesting about Jesus is, you know, there's there's four Gospels, but they're called yeah. synoptic because they're similar. So mm-hmm. when you actually look at all the, like, like what's the original story of Jesus without it being repeated? Like, 70% of it is, like, all repeatable stories of Jesus. So there's yeah. really not a lot of content that, that and even though it, it's, I think it's, it's, it's John chapter 21 where he says at the very end, there were so many things done by Jesus that not even all the books in the world could record it. Right. And I'm like, well, if that's true, why didn't you guys, like, write four different Gospels? <laughs> So yeah, I think that's that's a good point. Uh, any part of the Bible that you were kind of like, um, this doesn't need to be in here. I'm kind of like done with this. I I yeah. well, there's so much that's repetitive mm-hmm. um, through so many books um, that I thought they could have the Bible could have been shorter without them repeating okay. the same things over and over again. Um, the Chronicles, Kings. Some of those things <laughs> weren't necessary to the story of salvation. <laughs> okay, okay. That's hilarious. You're going to get in trouble for this. I know you are. Your members are going to start like Probably. writing a campaign, a letter campaign to, to kick you out. That's so funny. You know, you know they, they say that, I mean, one, one of my struggles, you know, as a minister is that, you know, there's devotional books are great, but the mm-hmm. Bible's the best. And so there's this like, kind of tension where you want people to grow spiritually and they're reading, you know, Max Lucado and Joyce mm-hmm. Myers and they're, you know, getting all this good stuff. But then I'm like, but just read the Bible, you know? So, right. so for you and the people that were kind of like following you every single day at seven in the morning, um, how, how have you seen lives change just by the reading of the word? Um, like you were saying, it's, that, that was one of the things as well. I was like, I don't want to put in any, you know, commentary or any of my own opinions. I just wanted to put the Bible out there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that feels that, that that's made an impact with this is that the, me and I guess the other people that are reading is we're not waking up at seven to hear what Noi has to say. Mm-hmm. We're waking up at seven to spend time with God. We're not wow. here for Noi's opinions or Noi's comments. Mm-hmm. We're spending time with God every single morning. We're there with the Bible. Many of them you know, have their Bibles opened even before seven o'clock waiting mm. for me to come on and they're waiting for their time with God. And I think that that is special. That's what I wanted to come out of this. I love it. So somebody who's thinking and they're listening to you right now, they're like, okay, okay, I'll read the Bible <laughs> next year, 2022. Um, a- any kind of uh, advice that you want to give to anybody that you've learned as you've read the Bible through? Um, well, one of the things I've learned, and and this is what's great about it, when I started doing this, I wasn't doing it as a pastor. Mm. I wanted to do it with friends. Um, being, you know, online virtually with friends is something we've gotten used to doing now with friends and family. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, because it's easier to meet virtually now. We don't have to go anywhere at seven in the morning. We don't have to, you know, get ready, get dressed, warm up the car and drive out and yeah. meet someone. We can wake up, you know, wash up, freshen up, and then meet at seven. But get a group um, around you because Mm. if not for the people that joined me every morning at seven, I would not have gotten through reading the Bible this year. Wow. So make sure that you have a strong support group. That's Mm. that's important. That's positive peer pressure. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Pastor Noe Christo, thank you for joining me today. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, to my listeners, just want to let you know, uh, probably in uh, mid-January, I'm going to be producing a video 
on um, some of the different um, versions of the Bible um, that I like that I think is e easy to read. Pastor Noy, by the way, what, what version did you use when you read through the Bible? I used the ESV. Yep. Okay. So English Standard Version. So normally I use the NI, I read the NIV or the NKJV, but okay. just to be different so that I don't, you know, fall into uh, what patterns that I have of memorized. I try to version, version that I don't usually use. Oh, that's really great. Really great. Well, once again, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to Concierge Minister Podcast. I'll see you when I see you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Concierge Minister Podcast. If you want to learn more about growing in your faith or looking for an online faith community for support while you're on your journey, please visit concierge or send us an email at concierge at gmail.com. Don't forget to click the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. If you find this podcast helpful, please tell your friends about us. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, go and live your best life.